Suspicious Podcast with Louie and Preston. My name is Louie. My name's Preston. We are reporting once again live from the Trap House. How are you doing today, Preston? Pretty good. How are we feeling? It's been uh, some days at work recently. I hear you. It's kind of just slowed down enough to where I'm like almost suicidal every time I'm at work. <laughs> like genuinely just like, dear yeah. God, let me leave. As soon as it there is no rush in the morning, it's just dead as fuck. And there will be like three of us. And I'm like, I think two people could handle this. I'm going to leave at like noon. Yeah. When you talk about kind of the same thing before, about how much the slow rush sucks, mm-hmm. I kind of told you like, isn't it kind of good that you don't have any work to do? So you're just kind of chilling. But now that I have a job, I I feel you a you lot more. You understand that working makes it go by faster. Because when when you have nothing to do mm-hmm. and you're just, it's kind of stressful because you have to kind of look like yeah. you're doing something productive. Well, my boss isn't even there. It's not like that. It's more so like yeah. I have to stay ready for a customer to just show up out of the yeah. blue. Because that's what they'll do. It'll be dead as fuck for like 30 minutes and then you'll turn around to like eat something and you turn back around and there's just like three motherfuckers who just spawned in the cafe. Yeah. And it's like, how did did all of you show up at the exact same time? No one has been in here. Today, I want to talk about the Grammys. If you already know how I feel about the Grammys, you'll kind of know where this conversation's probably going to go. For those who don't know, the Grammys just happened... While we were recording last week, I think, actually. Yeah, basically. The rap album of the year was Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, which is my favorite album from last year. The best rap song and rap performance was The Heart Part 5. Wow. That was kind of cool. And then I'm pretty sure fucking Harry Styles won like the album of the year award. So I just wanted to say this. Tell me if you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird to me that every year we have the same conversation about how bullshit the Grammys is, how stupid the Grammys is, how we should just disregard what the fucking Grammy says, but when they quote-unquote get it right, people are still like, fuck yeah, Kendrick got more Grammys. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I Does think, that make any sense? I think the Grammys... And other things like that are basically, like, all award shows function as you do not know what to like. Let these famous people tell you what to like. That's kind of how it functions. It is a popularity contest. No matter what the genre is or the medium is that it's for, it really is just like a, hey, if you don't know what the fuck you like, watch the Grammys and we'll tell you what was good this year. I think the biggest audience that probably has a distaste towards the Grammys is rap. Mm-hmm. Rap music, rap Because it's listeners. always not served the genre well. Because it's always been some bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, Pusha T had the line that the Grammys didn't recognize Hove until Annie, which that was the big song on the Blueprint 2 I'm pretty sure. That was after, like, all of Jay-Z's classics, bro. That was after Reasonable Doubt. That was after the original of the Blueprint. And it wasn't like he was fucking underground. He was... Yeah. He was popular. No, it's fucking hilarious when there are huge, great rappers out there, and it's like none of them are, like, on the Grammys at all. Like, not even mentioned. So, rap's been done dirty all the time. There have been a few rap albums of the year. Mm Mm-hmm. 
But really, as far as the ones that are culturally significant, those aren't usually the ones that win True. it all. I was going to say, Kendrick it's kind can't of, fucking win it all. Yeah. I don't think he right? ever has won, like, the album of the year. He's won rap album of the year multiple times. It's one of those, like, to appeal people things. Yeah. It's like, we came up with this award to appease a certain demographic, uh-huh. basically. Like, they can't say that, but that's the truth. There was a really cool tribute to the 50-year anniversary of hip-hop, mm-hmm. where it was all these legends like uh, Busta Rhymes, you know, Method Man. Mm-hmm. Did you see anything about that? They had hella people on it. Uh, just a bunch of, like, OG legends like The Locks mm-hmm. and just a ton of shit like that and even had a couple new artists just like a yeah round thing tribute to hip-hop and i think that the grammys in recent years have been trying to repair mm-hmm. their this notion that a lot of people that like hip-hop don't really give a fuck about the grammys yeah outside of hip-hop too a lot of people don't give a fuck about the it's grammys, kind of specifically award shows have been on the decline in recent yeah. years honestly People used to have, like, fucking Academy Award, like, parties. Yeah, right. You know? Nobody's fucking having a Grammys party in 2022. Or an Academy Award Or an Academy party. Award party. No one, No one gives a fuck about no, any of No, fuck all shit. of it. It's so bullshit because sometimes, like, I think last year they really tried to make up for some shit because last year they nominated, like, Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Nas, and that was the first Grammy Nas ever won, which is another crazy is thing to say out say out loud because he's been making music for twenty plus years, right. and he has fucking undisputed classics. He has an insane career, and it's a shame that he hasn't won anything like that before. This is one of the moments that really fucked with the Grammys in. 2014, when uh, the Macklemore album... Oh my god, there's always so much fucking drama at these award (laughs) shows, too. I always forget about that shit, because I, like, don't want to even think about it. But anytime (laughs) there's one on, it's like, damn, there's gonna be some drama. That Macklemore drama was fucking hilarious, because he basically had to publicly apologize for being white and winning over Kendrick. He basically had to publicly apologize for that. Because he beat out... Drake, nothing you know was the what? same. You know what? Jay-Z, Good on him, though, for, for acknowledging that he is not better than Kendrick. Yeah, for sure. And and Good Kid, Mad City, obviously. Mm-hmm. And Kanye West, Yeezus. So, I think all those name brands that he was competing against, for none of them to win, mm-hmm. was kind of crazy for people. But I will say, I mean, outside of Good Kid, Mad City, I mean... None of these would have been any better. Yeah. They would have been a little bit better, but our reacted like Jesus was that crazy. Our reacted like nothing was the same was that crazy. Magna Carta is bad. Mm-hmm. If uh, you listen to, go back and listen to that shit, fucking Justin Timberlake and shit being Jesus on it. Christ. It's like, bruh. It's so like 2010. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, I don't think. That one was as bad as 2019's. Do you remember 2019's, bro? Fucking Cardi B beat out Mac Miller's Swimming, which was oh my his, God, his you're last right. album live. Uh, Nipsey Hustle Victory Lap, which is a fucking amazing. And that was the last album when he was alive. Jesus Christ. 
That's actually, that's like worse now in hindsight. Yes, <laughs> it absolutely is. That's and so fucked up. It beat out Pusha T Daytona, which is amazing. And it beat out Travis Scott Astroworld, which is also yeah, fucking that's amazing. Fuck. So, honestly, this one is worse than me. Honestly, I want Cardi B to apologize for robbing <laughs> these dead men of like the award. <laughs> she should. Right? She should. I think she should. Give it back. She should have dedicated it to them or right. something. You know, my album was whatever. Bro, she hasn't made an album since then. That came out like in 2018. Oh my god. And she's been a celebrity for half a decade and she's fucking done nothing since. Jesus Christ. Which shows you, you know, everyone can use rap just to make a bag and not actually give a fuck about it. Yeah. It's not just true. white people. True. Very true. Imagine making a career off of an album and then never doing anything like that ever again. It's so crazy because a lot of people pop like that and sometimes they'll linger around more than others. But some some people are like fucking Fetty Wap, bro. Where, <laughs> yeah. where they're the biggest thing in the world. Famous and then you just fucking disappear. Honestly, I think that's kind of the move. I bet that's what Kendrick kind of wishes he did. Kendrick's like, damn, I should have quit when I was ahead. That's what he's thinking about. Now I gotta get all depressed so that people will stop listening to it, baby. But it's only getting better because he's getting depressed. Here's kind of the general conversation I want to transition this into. And this was a separate idea I had. I just figured this would be a perfect way to bring it into the fold. I've seen a lot of people have different stances on this. And... I just like to hear your two cents about it. So, is there objectivity in music? Is there objectivity in art in general? You could go there, but is there any sort of like objective measures? I think in music, this might just be because I'm a hater mm-hmm. and I want to validate my own feelings on things. <laughs> but I think it is all subjective. But things can be objectively. Mm-hmm. Like, there is music that you could listen to and never want to hear again in your life, no matter who the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. There is no target audience. Yeah. Somebody made something, and it was bad. None of us should like it. Don't don't like it ironically. That's how shit sticks around that is bad. Because people, there will still be one niche motherfucker online who's like, I like it ironically. I like it because it's bad. And you're like, so- Jesus Christ, please stop. So, I understand where you're coming from. Or, like, something can be ugly. Yeah. That that doesn't mean that it's bad in, like, the general sense of art. Like, in graffiti, there's, like, anti-styles. Where somebody's trying to look like a fucking, like, three-year-old scribbling on the wall or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, it looks bad. But that's also the point of it. You know? Mm-hmm. So, if you're trying to make art that is bad... You did it, it. You did a great you did job. You did it good, right? So doesn't that conversation get fucking confusing? Yeah. When you think about stuff like that, or like punk rock, where basically the idea of it was motherfuckers that didn't really know how to play instruments were just trying to play it differently. Yeah. So they weren't playing it in what was good at the standard at the time. Yeah. Before with like the classic rock shit, but it's also good. In its own right. Well, I feel and like, 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 this is this is a good example. You just brought this to my mind. If you ask like a classical musician if jazz was good, they'd they probably might, say no. They might have a hot take on that. They probably say they'd, no. On a technical level, it would be wrong compared to how they did music, but it's fucking good in its own way. 
Do you think that saying like best album and yeah. favorite album is the same thing? Do you mm. think that's the same thing? No, because that's no, a lot of what I see. Because I I see this a lot actually. That goes where, back to what I was saying, where it's like award shows are telling people how to feel about stuff. Yeah, and it's like if they say best, then people are going to be like, well, it was the best. They said so on the fucking TV. But people source it for a bunch of different accurate for them to be like favorite album of the year. My opinion on it, I don't think that there's any objective thing in art or music. I don't think any of it's fucking objective. I don't think you can say objectively anything is really good or bad. I think you just have to say what you like and what you don't like. So I think the conversation of, oh, there's difference between favorite and best. Yeah. I think that's kind of weird because it's like if this is their best music why isn't it your favorite like that doesn't really make any sense i think a lot of that a lot of people trying to say that something is objectively worse than something else even though they like it more i think a lot of people have like emotional connections Mm -hmm. with certain music that they might not have with something that they might consider or just by a different artist even because sometimes you're just going to have that connection with the artist yeah but i think that fostering that emotional connection is just as important of a measure of quality in a music than anything else because there's shit it's creative it's interesting but i can't emotionally connect to it so i can't really get into it for sure and i've definitely listened to a lot of stuff like that too i think everybody that means for my my sake, my taste, my purposes, it's bad. Yeah. But that's not necessarily to fucking tell other people what to like and what not to like. I mean, people just... The discourse around music is so weird. And I think a lot yeah. of it does come from, you know, award shows, you know, different objective I mean, measures. People like, pay their way through those sort of events sometimes. Yeah. It happens all the time. You just gotta grease the people with the right pockets. Mm -hmm. It's not like bro, the fucking police can do that. You don't think, you think there's less checks and balances in the Grammys than the police? Yeah, right. Fucking of course there are. The the Grammys, like Preston said, it's just a bunch of dudes. Mm -hmm. It's just a bunch of guys. Being like, well this was good. We will tell people this was good. It was popular, so it must be good. I hate that a lot of the music discourse is just people acting like everything's fucking good because they don't want to upset anybody. That's how a lot of these award shows are, too. There's no nuance to it. They act like everything that's being fucking nominated is this great fucking thing. Yeah. When it's like, if you don't like it... Somebody just made music this year. If you have a differing opinion, why does that make you feel so uncomfortable, bro? You know what I'm saying? I just don't get it, because objective, there's there's nothing objective in our music. I think the best way I know that is just how some music, like, grows on me over time. Like, if it's fucking objectively good or whatever, you'd think I would be able to just hear it yeah, you first just time, know. and I would be like, yeah, this is fire, I'm just gonna play it. But it's not like that. You have to like the sound, or you have to understand what they're saying, or whatever. Yeah, something has to get you. Something has to click before you can say it's good or not. I think people are afraid of just getting roasted. Honestly, about it, I think it'd be interesting if there was just a different award show for like every genre of music. 
because they'll just have different nominations right now. But imagine if it was just like if you wanted to learn more about one genre, you just watch the award show for that genre. Uh huh. And then they'll have nominations that might just be unknown artist in that genre mm-hmm. that just release something good that year. And then the best one would obviously just be you would just a hundred percent most of the time you're like, well, yeah, obviously that was the best rap album this year. Like, there's no mistaken. But that's so weird, though. No one's gonna agree on what the best shit is. And I think that's why do it like they do it, where it is just a popularity contest. Mm -hmm. Because that'll lead to the most viewership, that'll lead to the most, you know, people enjoying your shit. Even in the modern day, honestly, it's not just about viewership, it's about, like, fucking tweets and hashtags and shit. Yeah. So honestly, they're not going to get more tweets and hashtags out, out of everybody agreeing with it. They'll get more out of people being like, this was just a fucking popularity contest. That's true. Some of the people that fucking post about it don't even fucking watch the shit. True. Yet, that still is really important for how they want to yeah. do shit. It's so artificial because they probably literally use like artificial intelligence to determine like what... Yeah. They probably do that now, bro. They, they probably probably will have, do that. They probably have a very algorithmic sense of yeah. like this is what's going to draw the most attention if we do that. But I agree with you that if they did some wild shit, it might make people more interested. But I guess the idea is that they're trying to be, you know, they have this historic yeah. prestige. So if they start just doing crazy shit balls to the wall then you might lose even more I don't know if you lose old motherfuckers there's so much shit I just think it's bad but other people fucking love it yeah it is kind of gross when you meet somebody who's like obsessed with award shows kind of just like I do not understand you like as a person have you ever had a conversation with someone about music and they're just talking about like oh this song's so fucking amazing it's uh it really speaks to me. And then you're just thinking in your head, like, that shit is fucking awful. Yeah. Or or when they're, like, just talking about, like, it's the best music ever. Yeah. Like, objectively, the best music ever. And I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, I've never met anyone with less of an idea of what they're talking about <laughs> than right now. I think one thing that people try to use as, like, the objective measure in music is like sales, diamond shit, platinum mm. shit. Because you can point to Drake but and say that he's the greatest not... of all time because he's had this crazy commercial run. Yeah. And while you can still say that, I don't think that that makes him better than anybody because people that I fucking listen to, like Billy Woods, yeah. that just, I believe, don't get the attention that they deserve for how quality their shit is. Well, and that also like depends on who their record label is and shit a lot more too. Yeah. Which is even more fucked up. It's totally Because we know how fucked up the the record labels are. It's the most corporate shit and it's the most like devaluing Mm -hmm. It's not about art when it's about money. That devalues the art form the most. Yeah. Because if your only sense of music was the shit like on the Grammys Yeah. You would not even like music like that. Yeah, true. <laughs> you would not fucking like music if all the music in the world you think is fucking Harry Styles and Sam Smith. Just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. But anyways, that's my rant of the day. Oh,
maybe I can rock the crown with it. I'm down with it. In depth, you can submerge. You can bet we kept it ghetto in the suburbs. Fried chicken with the fish grease, trying to turn Grandma Cadillac to a Bentley. Listen to Fallacy by Absol. So impressive. Have I'm curious because I you, sometimes you'll say that you know shit where I'm like, damn, I can't believe you fucking know that. And sometimes you don't know. You I know. haven't heard this before. No. Have you heard Absol before? That's yeah, what I was gonna say. I've heard Absol. Just like in features, have you heard any of his solo music? Mm-hmm. Not so, really. I I don't think he's as popular on his solo shit. No, he's not. He's kind of had a downtrend in popularity over the years. Mm-hmm. You know, he's on uh, TDE. He was one of the original Black Hippie members with uh, Schoolboy Q, J-Rock, and Kendrick. He's probably the one in that group with the least... Well, he is in that group with the least popularity. And I think over time, he just released this album, which is, was his first album in like six years. Because his last one was in 2016. And he was making some weird shit with his last album. And before that, he was kind of making some more commercial shit. So I think he's just kind of had a hard time cultivating, like, that base audience. Because mm-hmm. Kendrick did a really good job of that. Just all, like, overly dedicated in Section 80. He had mm-hmm. a rabid fan base of, like, kind of more hip-hop heads. But that just laid the foundation for when he was getting Drake features and shit. And yeah. he was the biggest thing on planet Earth. It's just interesting to see someone else who makes kind of conscious rap, quote-unquote conscious, conscious yeah. rap, just not take the same path as someone that's, I'd say, pretty similar. Not similar as in art style, but just as far as, you know, the type of music kind of yeah. lyrical, you know, rapidy rap In shit. what they do, not yeah. how they do it. So, what do you think of that one? I like it. It Off just went on list. my playlist. Nice. Like, straight to the playlist. We sparking. If you want to. I really like the sound of it. A lot of Absol songs don't really get me sonically. And I think that's true with a lot of people. Yeah, the, the vibe is kind of different from his other stuff that I have heard. But the lyrics are just so good, man. To, to beat a dead horse, I am a lyrics guy. Yeah. If there's some really good lyrics, they're going to get stuck in my head like crazy. And that's happened to me with this song, so I needed to bring it to the light. A few of them. That got stuck in my fucking head was uh, at the end of the first verse where he said, uh, in depth you can submerge, you can bet we kept a ghetto in the suburbs, yeah. fried chicken with the fish grease, trying to turn my grandma Cadillac to a Bentley. I don't know why. That shit's good. That shit just gets stuck in my head, bro. Like, it's just perfect rhyme scheme. The lines aren't, like, so over your head, like, you don't know what the fuck it's you're saying. It's not lyrically, like, crazy, like, phonetically, but... It's a good rhyme. The yeah. flow's good. Because it was all a dream, I swear. The big homie told me to stay on my square. The only way I let the hood down is if the engine got repaired. Yeah. That's fucking beauty and simplicity, bro. True. I don't think that you're the best rapper just because you can have the most complex 
yeah. non-understandable shit. I think that it's doesn't almost, have anything to do with it. It's kind of about for me, and I t- I've talked about this a lot on the pod. I like music that paints a picture, uh-huh. and I do think that rap. I think it's just because it is poetry. Mm-hmm. On a base level, I think that it paints a picture really well in your head. Yeah. Because when something's, something's rhyming, you know the wording's really intentional. And so it kind of, you're, when you're listening to the song, it's not everything's repetitive. Mm-hmm. It's just everything sounds good together because it rhymes. Yeah. Versus right. in other music. Where it is repetition. Where it is 100% just repetition and it's not a rhyme scheme. For sure. I think there's some serious beauty and simplicity when i've said this before too but just saying things where i mean i can't believe i've never heard that line before that's another one of those things where it's like i mean it just sounds so perfect the way he says it too in the scheme and everything the craziest scheme in the whole song has to be at the end of the song when he says uh before sizzle was my sister i hit different with my approach i need a billy and to be mentioned with goats Make history with the lyrics I wrote. In my mind, you know I don't use writing utensils. Interesting. Esco once said hip-hop is dead, so I must be a mummy rapping my ass off. Amen. Just that whole scheme is crazy. But he name-drops SZA, who's yeah. his label mate that he's worked with way before she was popular, which is kind of sure. cool. There's Absol SZA songs from like 2014 and shit like that. But he says, before SZA with my sister, I hit different with my approach. There's a SZA song called Hit Different. I don't know if you know that. It's a, Interesting. Uh, it's a hit song, too. It's got Ty Dolla Sign on. Hit different. Hit different. It was a TikTok song, too. But yeah. Interesting. I thought that line was fire. Billy and to be mentioned with goats. That's too easy, bro. That's, yeah. That's too easy. That's the same shit I was talking about where it's like, you know what he's trying to say. It's not a secret yeah, what he's trying to say. He's obvious. But he does it in such a fucking cool yeah, way. It really works. And that's also one of those, like, not every rapper needs to be lyrically yeah. insane. Like, for Absolutely. some people it works, and that's their yeah. their style, but you do not have to do that. Because Kendrick can do that sometimes where he goes way out there with some yeah. shit and says a bunch of shit. Where but he's also really, really good at being, about. like, basic. Yeah. And, and just being straight with you. And that's good, too, because that if you're trying to just make a point, just make a point. I feel like you can need that and for some And some things do need to music. be, like, more cryptic sounding. He's like a bunch of rappers that don't write anything down. They just think of it. They think of how it sounds in their head. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z infamously does that where he doesn't write anything down. That's so crazy to me. Me, too. I, I just don't get how you fucking do that, uh-uh. bro. It's like remembering the whole thing. as good as Jay-Z. Right? Yeah. You said, hip-hop is dead, I must be a mummy rapping my ass off. That's That's just fire. That's just fire. When I first heard, this is a perfect example of something that didn't hit me right away when I first heard it. Mm -hmm. Because the hook is kind of weird. I like the female vocalist that's on there. me too. But I don't know if I liked, I still don't know if I like Absol over it, talking over it with like, some vocal effect. Yeah. And he says, so like, this ain't a fallacy. I have no idea what the fuck he's even talking about. I don't know how anything he says is a fallacy, but it's, the whole song has this cool feel to it. It's a vibe. It's something that's been in my rotation, and a lot of that album has been in my rotation, and I've been an Absol fan for years. Yeah. 
So I think the reason why it took me so long to play this was because I didn't know if I wanted to play like a classic Absol song or like a newer one. Yeah, interesting. And I'll pr- I'll probably play a classic Absol song. You should at some point, but he you know, has a ton of crazy weird shit. It's it's fucked because I hundred percent need to know. I need to listen to more of the music. Okay, so Louisville news, Louisville news, Louisville news. Okay. Mayor Greenberg. Okay. Yep. That's one of the things I had saved too. <laughs> Please. Mayor Greenberg trying to track a hundred million dollar dude perfect world God. theme park to Louisville. It hurts every time I read it. Honestly. That's the if, dumbest shit I have ever fucking seen. If that sentence means nothing to you. It and- should. And why would it mean anything to you if you're not if you're not internet, twelve? But Dude Perfect is a YouTube channel oh my God. that is very popular. It's like a Mr. Beast type of YouTube really channel is. where they do a bunch but they of also trick do like, shots. Yeah, trick shots. They do trick like basketball shots, and they they did. I think they became big with like the water bottle flipping. They're fucking huge. They dude. were they were they're fiends. huge. They were fiends for the water bottle it's, flipping. It's, you remember when that was a thing? Yes. It's insane that you can build a career off of a trend like that and the fact that you can have a theme park in 2022 for flipping bottles and making trick shots. So it is the dumbest concept I have ever heard for a th- like a theme park. Let me read the content because when I saw that, I was like, what the fuck would that even be? Look what? at the architecture that they have in this fucking picture. It's it, insane. It looks like something that would fly in space in like... I'm trying to figure I out where it is in Louisville, looking at the map. We'll talk about that. We'll talk. But the, the concept is that dude... Perfect announced that they were seeking to do this, which is a sports-inspired theme park that would give their fans an opportunity to recreate some of their antics by throwing baseballs through moving cars, playing 100-pin bowling, smashing golf balls towards panes of glasses, and trying to hit a basketball net on the ground from a building arching 300-foot tower. So... That doesn't do a lot to actually explain what all is fucking there. It doesn't I'm explain not lie. why it needs to be I'm not gonna lie. million dollars or whatever. I see on the, little, on the little picture here, I see a pool. Okay. I see a mini golf course. This looks like a cruise, bro. <laughs> it does look kind of like a boat. I wonder why there is this mysterious tall tower. To jump off of... <laughs> I killed myself at Dude Perfect World. Watch the Dude Perfect guys kill themselves in front of a live audience. (laughs) Belly flop challenge gone wrong. (laughs) Thumbnail with their mouth open, their eyes wide. Oh my god. But let's talk about the location. Because first of all, there was a big fuss in Louisville in her sport when they were trying to make Top Golf. Why the fuck? Would you think that anyone in Louisville would want to have this anywhere? So Because it's the richest part of Louisville right there, honestly. We don't know where the fuck it is. This, this is a theme park. So it would be like us having... This is like the shittiest version of like a King's Island. It, it basically, I would rather have a roller coaster and some shit going on 
that isn't like Kentucky Kingdom because it's fucking closed half the time. Theme parks are just dumb in general because it's shit like uh, Great Wolf Lodge. Great Wolf Lodge is fucking lit. That's a theme park. Yeah, it is. But it's also a hotel. So they kind of get you on two points. They they get you on every point because they got... uh... It would just be the worst theme park you could name, honestly. Dude Perfect World, I would rather have a Six Flags. I would rather have... We a do kind of have a Six Flags. I'd rather have like once. a fucking Sea World. We have the next best thing to Six Flags, which is the art artist formerly known as Six Flags. <laughs> That's what we have. But even that theme park doesn't do great, so I don't know no. why someone had the legitimate thought of, oh, what if we had another theme park? Just adding theme Honestly, parks is going to help Honestly, my favorite comment from this. Uh, Leo Weekly post is somebody being like, can't wait for this to happen just to sit abandoned for like 30 fucking years after it fails. And then we could be living up in there. Why don't we start doing the podcast from the, the top of Dude world. Perfect Tower? That'd be lit. Call us up, Dude Perfect. I know you guys need, uh, oh my God. need some more clout. Local celebrities so. to help you yeah. out. God, why would you want a theme park in Louisville too? Do you think... People would be like, damn, I'd make so much money off of a theme park in Louisville. They're gonna, it's gonna end up in, like, a real city. We're the largest city in our state, but our state sucks. The thing about getting the theme So we're park, not even half the size of most actual cities. It's kind of tricky, right? Because, because Louisville, you'd be able to get some land for cheaper than you would, like, True. New York. But you also wouldn't fucking get anybody to come if it was in Louisville instead of yeah. New York. If it was... Somewhere like a big ass city, people would fucking go to that. People would go because to that it's just dumb to and it's it. something to do. Honestly, worst comment is good luck. It took us a decade to get a top golf. Everything about that tells me that dude wanted the top golf. This is from a little while ago, but I saw this Vice article that was about how the Taliban hates having a nine to five job. Basically, is their nine to five job is being in the Taliban? Once the jihad took over the government after we backed out of uh-huh. there, they've had to run shit. They've had to run shit like an actual fucking government, <laughs> and they're like, "Man, I miss when I could just move around my country and shoot Americans because that wasn't a nine to five job. They had so much freedom. They don't like yeah. being at a fucking desk." They've said, "Yeah, they did that after playing golf and shit." Right. They had. Uh, disposable income they were straight yep now apparently they fucking hate it and you know what that's ironic so i really like it it's it's good news to me i'm glad that they hate having a nine to five have you heard about the mini chernobyl in ohio no so what happened i don't know what happened a hundred percent but apparently there is a polyvinyl chloride death cloud in Ohio caused by a preventable train explosion and it is raining hydrochloric acid in this area of Ohio now and apparently police are beating reporters for talking about it. Damn. Because it is that big of a fuck up. Uh, East Palestine, Ohio. The fact that there's a place in Ohio called East Palestine, that place sounds like it. Some place that you wouldn't hear news out of. But uh, it's a village in Ohio. Not even it doesn't even say a town or a city. It says village. I'm glad the dude perfect world wasn't gonna be there. Right? Because that would have fucked their shit up. Guess how many people live in East Palestine, Ohio? Four thousand. Damn, you are so close. 
4,761. I'm clairvoyant. That was actually really impressive. I don't think I would have been close. Yeah. Isn't that fucking crazy that you just didn't even hear anything about that? But look yeah, at that fucking, fucking cloud over this the little town. Cloud. Hey, I bet... Uh, Imagine you just start raining acid. If we had a hydrochloric rain party, that shit would be lit. <laughs> I bet I would get off work for that. I'm just saying... I Could think I would get off work for the hydrochloric, <laughs> for the death cloud. Oh my god! At my office, we're doing the end of the year party at Top Golf. What if really? we? What if we get Dude Perfect World, and that's where the office party is, Dude Perfect World. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. There will be links in bios. Like, subscribe. Um, skip the middleman. Don't wait for a update. Shit drops at midnight. You can listen to it early if you want to before the Instagram post is out. Facts. Um, <laughs> and thanks for listening. On God. <laughs>